0: You are listening to Two Heels in a Face Wrestling Podcast, a podcast where we believe wrestling is a buffet and there's something there for everyone. Make sure you're following us on all social media such as Twitter, Instagram, Facebook under Two Heels and a Face. That's number two, Heels in a Face. Make sure you check out our website, era, era, Two Heels and a Ever,
1: ever, Two Heels in a Face. <laughs>
2: Thanks for listening to this episode two's in the face wrestling podcast. On today's episode, we have a former pro wrestler, not current former pro wrestler, uh, but someone who, if you're a fan of freelance wrestling, if you're a fan of this podcast, you will know this person, I guess, unless you're, maybe not if you're a new fan, but if you've been a fan as long as we have, which is like around 2017 ish. I, I know this person also wrestled before that year, I'm sure. But that's probably, that was our first impression of Mr. Roy Flash Gordon. Would you would you agree, Chris?
0: Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, definitely uh there's there's still we'll talk about it, but there's still a match that we every so often will bring up mm-hmm. and it involves Mr. Roy Flash Gordon. That's true. We should
2: uh bring him in and let's see you did you want to talk about your day? How's it going? Or did you or should we just we're, get We we are
0: good. We are here. We are we <laughs> Charlie, let me just say this real quick before we bring in Roy. He's in the green room. He's waiting for us. But this is a wrestling buffet line episode, and we haven't done one in a good minute. Yeah. So if, it if feels you're... good to jump back into the wrestling buffet line.
2: Absolutely. So if you're not familiar with the wrestling buffet line, I'll say we'll say this now too. There's three three sections. The salad bar, which is a little get to know you section, the main course, which is where we dive deep into something. And then the dessert is, like, for guilty pleasures and just like, oh, also this is going on, et cetera, et cetera. So that is what we're going to take Roy through. I hope he's hungry.
0: Let's get to it. Let's bring him in.
2: Roy, welcome.
1: Hey, what's good, fellas?
2: (laughs) A little round of applause for you. That's right. Mr. Roy Flash Gordon uh roy i want to say first roy had me on his podcast we're going to get into what exactly that is as well very generous for doing so we met we reconnected and met i guess for the first time uh at a pokemon tournament in the park and uh then roy had me on and i was like wait a second if you got one you know that we have one i'm sure roy was familiar with us so we had to have you on so roy thank you so much for your generosity and for joining and battling through a sickness. You're going through it right now.
1: <laughs> I was going through something, right? I'm um, glad that you got to, you know, finally get this time. I was not going to let anything stop me from being on and uh, getting you back to being on my podcast, which I really appreciate from you.
2: Yeah. So, uh, Roy, we're going to jump right into the salad bar. Do you hear the introduction for the Wrestling Buffet line?
1: I did. I did. I'm ready to hop in. I'm hungry. All
2: right. So a salad bar um, usually starts with one question. I move that question to the main course because the main course is going to be very wrestling focused and related. Okay. Mm -hmm. so we're going to skip the wrestling talk for a little bit. We're going to get to know you a little bit more and like what you're into currently and kind of the reason why you're on this podcast is obviously to help promote you and all the cool stuff that you're doing. Um we usually ask the question, what do you love about wrestling? We're saving that question. The question I have to start off with you is, what do you love about Pokemon?
1: Yeah, so um, what I'm really finding that I love about Pokemon right now as I'm like engaging in the community with uh, my current kind of pursuit with Pokemon Health is the amount of community that I'm finding as I'm going out to play in competitions locally and regionally and uh, just meeting a ton of people. Um, which, you know, kind of friendship was something that I was seeking out when I first went on my kind of men's health healing journey, uh, in the first place. And I like like, finding pretty crazy for it to become a back full circle to, -to, uh, something I really enjoyed as a boy, um, and that helping me find friends now, kind of, uh, in adulthood.
2: Great. So to recap what you said, I think community, community was the main thing, right, about, not necessarily the game itself, and we'll get into I People might be wondering why you asked starting with this question. So stick with us here. Stick with us, I promise. It's uh-huh. going to make sense. Uh, but community is kind of what the you've started playing. I um, mean, you're playing competitively. I don't know if people realize that either. But you're playing in competitive competitions, which I think is really cool. Uh, and you've met community and started your own community. You have your own Discord as well that's associated with the podcast. Uh, so to recap, community is what you would say.
1: Yeah, community doing part of it. And
0: can can I ask a question from you know, um, I guess, a new Pokemon fan, right? Like, so I started, I kind of touched back on Pokemon, uh, probably earlier uh, last year, uh, due to my daughter. My daughter's eight. She started playing it. Pokemon Go, um, mm-hmm. and I I know I signed up for the app when it came out, like Pokemon Go, the app itself. So I kind of joined back on, and, and we've been you know playing, and, and we you know go on. Um, these um community days, right? They call them community days. So you go and catch certain type of Pokemon and things like that. That's yeah. the level of Pokemon that I'm at, Pokemon Go. But you're talking about like battles and stuff. Like, what is the platform? Is it yes. on your phone? I have no idea. Is it part Probably. of that Pokemon Go? No, completely different. Different.
1: Oh, different. Now there is a Pokemon Go at the regional tournament. Like they're trying to get that Pokemon Go is like what they're like trying to focus on and grow. Getting that a stronger competitive scene because when there's a, a strong competitive scene, the game scene would do well and whatnot. Um, but I'm talking about uh, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, which are like the most recent main series game, which is uh, on Nintendo Switch. And the competition is um, what we call VGC, so Video Game Championship. The format we play in, uh, which is double. So we like traditionally grew up watching the show, most battles were one-on-one um we play double so two-on-two in the bbc and uh yeah i'm just kind of traveling around uh doing the circuit at the moment does
2: that answer your question you noob
0: (laughs) (laughs) for sure i'm enlightened um i just know that from time to time i'm paying for pokemon cards i don't know how to play pokemon cards but my daughter's collecting them um but yeah that I'm like I, the only thing I join her with is those community days on Pokemon Go. So
1: it's beautiful. That's beautiful, and you'd be surprised like the family experiences that I've already seen. I've only just been doing this for a year. Like at this last local tournament, there's this old woman. Um, uh, don't even call it old woman, but she's like like I don't know, 60s, late 60s, maybe. Kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Who's on the circuit? I've seen her like in milwaukee i've seen her in peoria i've seen her at the local tournament uh, and then one of the last local tournaments she was there with her son he's probably like 20 something and like she's like not bad but he's like really good and i'm just like yo she grew up like he grew up playing this game and she probably like got interested in, in it because of like what they got that time they got mm-hmm. to spend together, you know or helping him get good you know or his, giving him someone to play against um uh, yeah. because that they have and like. Bro, <laughs> that's like the dream right there, man.
2: Yeah, no, it's cool. It's timeless. It's timeless. Like they keep, they keep reinventing it. They keep coming out with new generations. People still keep playing it. Um, no, it's really cool. It's it's cool that uh, we have that shared interest that was kind of random and out of nowhere. It's really cool. And it's <laughs> cool that it's itself is uh, kind of getting it. in any way, shape or form. I'm not shaming goers. I'm not shaming Pokemon goers or car car. I did car collecting. Mm-hmm. I'm dro- I made my mom drive to fucking heroes trading cards in fucking Berwyn, Illinois. And I made her buy me some $50, $60 fucking uh, Japanese
0: Arcanine. Uh, who wow. knows
2: where that card is right now?
0: I was going to ask you, do you know where that <laughs> yeah, is?
2: <laughs> well, so I had it, my, I, my house flooded and I lost like all my car, co- like mm-hmm. all my cards got wet. They were World's like true. buried in the basement. So it's not like I was like using them, but this is, this is like more present days. Um, But, but no, like, like any, any, what I'm trying to say is any way to just appreciate and enjoy it, I think is really cool. So it sounds like you're encouraging that, Chris.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, there's days that we all just get in the minivan and we drive out to different towns and, you know, just go to like their downtown areas and, and, you know, catch Pokemon, yeah. Right. So I love that. it's, it's cool. And then it's cool that, to see, right? Like that there's other people also, and then you end up just like, Oh, like bumping into people that are doing the same thing. So again, back to community. Right. So yeah. It. The
2: nerds got to go outside and touch grass a little bit for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Go getting into now um, Pokemon's health. So you've taken this newfound love for Pokemon um and then you've you've trans you and and also a desire to improve men's mental health as well and you've combined them into this podcast so explain to me like explain to me the podcast so people know and then what inspired you to do it and how it's going
1: yeah yeah so the Pokemon's health podcast is essentially me speaking with members of the pokemon community um one about just their love of pokemon how it's kind of came into their lives and what it, they've gotten out of it, uh, but also then their kind of thoughts on masculinity, uh, ways that it may need to change or how they kind of landed on those, their ideas around masculinity, as well as sharing any mental health things that they may be going through. And I've uh, done that primarily with uh, other Pokemon VGC competitors, but kind of branching out to, you know, the more casual people. So at least we can kind of fall under that kind of veil, like kind of, you know, into it. But uh, on the more casual thing, we're kind of getting into the competitive side. Uh, I've talked to Pokemon Unite guy, we've um, got some TCG guys I want to chat with at some point. So just like, um, just more and more from the Pokemon community to discuss some of these topics. I think um, we all as men would benefit from uh, just discussing, as I just believe there's a lot more we can do in the world considering a lot of harm that we've caused in the world and uh, a lot of that is you know just uh, a matter of you know having better mental health, even asking for help in the first place, Uh, talking about what's really going on with you, being aware of your trauma and whatnot. And uh, I decided to take all that and bring it to the Pokemon community because it was something that um, you know I get to a point in my life where I'm just looking around and I know um, it, well, we will separate the things you, as a kind of men's coach, um, working with men to essentially uh, empower themselves further, but also be more aware around their mental health and um, like how they are living as a man. Um, like doing that is just like a, a general thing. And it's, uh, it was fine. I was having a good time with it. And uh, I just wanted something more, you know, I wanted to do something more unique and uh, bring it to the Pokemon community Uh, seemed like a a no-brainer, so they do, you know, see, there's just so many different types of men um, and there's so many different ways you can reach people. I thought, hey, like a lot of us are, you know, in these gaming communities uh, for community, for friendship, uh, for support, even in ways that we're not really able to articulate. So I thought, uh, you know, entering a gaming community that I was already interested in uh, diving deeper and really making part of my life Uh, why not kind of bring that, that, that kind of thinking and healing uh, to such a community?
2: Yeah. You, and like, I think when I was on your show, I was like surprised about how the two things can be related a little bit. And like, you know, you really don't think about it, but like, I think playing a game can be healthy, but there's toxic sides to it. But it's like, also, you're talking to people that compete um, as well. So anytime you're a competitor, it's a mental game and having your mentals, in, in in great shape is really part of it. No matter wh- whether you're in the NFL or whether you're playing uh, competitive Pokemon in in, uh, in the park in Chicago, uh, you got to have your mental straight. Uh, so yeah, there is a lot of like crossover uh, amongst those two topics. And I think when, when I was on, we talked about we could talk we talked about life balance. We talked about self awareness. Uh, like we talked about a lot of things like that. So your podcast is a lot like that and. And yeah, you've been having uh these gamers on, some more hardcore than others, but I think they're all dudes. They all go through similar thought processes, and not everyone has the support uh that that you're giving them. And not not all of them have been to therapy, some have, some haven't. And uh yeah, it's it's a really good it's a really good to listen, a really good outlet. Um, uh, so yeah, I think you'd be surprised how much crossover there is, is kind of the
1: summary of that. Yeah. Totally. Totally. I've, uh, I've been having a blast with it. It's been pretty well received. Um, so I, I stream on Twitch and whatnot. And I think that's kind of like the main piece of the, there's my main piece of content that I guess is out there and how I'm connected mm-hmm. with that. And I just kind of get more and more validation that like guys are interested in such a community and, uh, you know, just really, you know, being curious about it. So I think I'm at a really good spot to um, be building the audience that I'm building. And uh, just excited to keep it rolling.
2: What are uh, in, in 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 making a podcast? What are some pros and cons? You're going to talk to because we know right in making a podcast, <laughs> but like what? How is how is just the production of a podcast been for you,
1: dude? So I had um this is my I will call it my second podcast. Okay, um, my first podcast was um it's called main event man. And it was like kind of a nod to my pro wrestling career. And yeah. the same kind of theme of what, you know, I was trying to bring to men and uh, it was fine. Uh, but it got really hard. Cause I did not, uh, I guess I was trying to make the content every single week. And it was just me, <laughs> man, that fucking sucked.
0: It was so bad. <laughs> yep
1: hard and by like you know i think i maybe get that to 10 or 12 episodes something like that but like, i can't keep doing this i can't keep doing this i'm taking a break season two whatever i come back to yeah. season basically the same thing happens though i get the 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 trick is let me be talking to somebody and that that kind of content is easier to create um so did that and this is why I, that's what i'm doing Pokemon health i i after doing it by myself the first time i was like i'm never doing that again 100 percent. um so kind of get in the the kind of interview like format going and that's been going super well um and still i just know that i want to edit as little as possible which i do but there's still little bits and pieces like i gotta put on the intro i gotta do a little something on the outro i gotta you know Put whatever the fuck together um and even that stuff this is so tedious to me i don't want to spend a single second doing it <laughs> that is like my probably biggest con, like having to do any editing um now that i kind of have the kind of content that just kind of is so easy to come up with you know um you know the start the finish but like the, the, the meat of it is the, the conversation piece. and that feels like automatic uh and easy and fun um and really the connection that i'm getting through those conversations. That's probably the biggest pro.
2: So wait, your so your first one was just you narrating every episode, like you obviously mm-hmm. talking about like your experiences, but it was just you. You weren't talking to
1: anyone. Me not talking to anyone.
2: <laughs> oh I Come up with
1: a story, a learning with a story supporting it, and just go. And it was fine, and I can do it, but that's okay. exhausting. It's exhausting, <laughs> like you know. Uh, <laughs> Like, you can't do that for every episode.
0: It, that's and I'm sucks. sure the editing was, the editing was yeah, had to be more laborious than, than when you're having a conversation with somebody. Because that yeah. just flows.
1: Totally. That just flows. And that was back when I, like, super on perfectionist bullshit, which I, I can give it now. I don't edit, like, any of the ums and ahs out on, on my podcast. And I think I'm going to leave it that way. Uh, but back then, I was like, it has to be perfect everything needs to be perfect and that that definitely contributed to like you know the pressure trying to keep it up yeah
2: i think like yeah 12 or so i think what it, i had that other podcast right it was called the starter log chris it was mm-hmm. about mental health it was about a lot of things but it was like around like motivation and mental i don't know if we used the term mental health a lot back then but it was like motivation inspiration et etc cetera, etc cetera. um I think that maybe made it to 2022, but I still think 12 for a first round is a solid round. Cause that is the hardest part. I think when people start is to keep it going. And uh, I think you've realized the, got a good formula now and you were recording early before they started coming out. So you're getting ahead on that, on that work. Um, yep. So you could give yourself a little bit of a break later. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think that's credit to you for getting 12 episodes where no one is talking to you. Cause I need, I need like Chris to answer to me. Otherwise I feel like, nothing's hitting you know things like that well
0: cool. that's uh funny enough, that's the i think i shared this with you charlie before um i actually heard this from uh cole cabana he talked about um you know he had this you know art of wrestling for so many years mm-hmm. but he talked about um the commitment to a podcast right if you were consistently able to put out content for 12 episodes that was a uh, like okay you're committed and you're on something right so okay. Twelve episodes to me, like in in other side projects that I've started, you know, podcasting or what I like. Twelve episodes is like, all right, am I really committed to this or or not? That's um, the benchmark, huh? That's the benchmark, right? Uh, when somebody throws an idea, this is a podcast. I'm like, all right, we can we can record, you know, but you know, twelve episodes, and and then after that, you know, <laughs> you if gotta give me 12, brother. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, yeah, it's no, it's it's not easy for sure, especially if you if you don't have a a sounding board, right? Nobody that's that's talking back to you, so. So props for that. And just to kind of go back to uh, Pokemon's health, you know, you talk about community and, and the conversations that you're having. And what I think what is very cool to me for the episodes that I've listened is that you're just providing the outlet. You're providing the the channel for, for people to have those conversations that normally you wouldn't have otherwise for some people. So just that it's a dedic- dedicated platform where, where people... Come in and they have that conversation. It feels so natural to to talk about certain things that might not feel so feel so natural to talk about. Sure. So uh, yeah, so, yeah. Props to you on that.
2: Safe space. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, for that, and that's what I think the benefit of it is. It's like they get to have space held for them, uh, and then it's like the example is, and I think the value is the fact that the conversation's happening. And if you're a listener, you get to see that conversation happening, you get to see yourself in them possibly, um, and you get to see that, you know, uh, possibly, you know, the relief they get from just talking about it, um, or at the very least, you get to see that you're not alone in what it is you're facing. And there are, you know, often guys are also talking about what they've done to feel better. And I think, uh, you know, sharing those practices is everything.
2: Absolutely. Um, okay. The round out, the, do you have something, Chris? Sorry.
0: Yep. I was going to say, I think we we will kind of wrap up the salad bar. And usually how we wrap up the salad bar is by asking you, in this case, Roy, um, what is your favorite part of an actual salad?
1: I don't really fuck with salad if I'm being honest. <laughs> what? Aren't
0: you <laughs> a fitness? <dentist? laughs> I was going to say just... that, but yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> say that again?
1: I like my vegetables like hot, I, like it cooks, you know,
2: wow. like asparagus or something.
1: Yeah, like asparagus or Brussels sprouts or uh, like spinach, like, you know, things that go in salads, but like cooked.
0: We're cooked.
2: Okay. All right. That is, uh, that is a unique answer. We, have we ever had that answer? Chris? I don't think Steam we have. Steamed
0: veggies, it. no. <laughs> Steamed veggies oh. is the answer.
2: Steamed veggies. <laughs> All right. Uh, cool. Informative. Salabar Pokemon's health just say it one more time check it out please uh, even if you don't like Pokemon um, it's still still really great if you're a gamer really honestly and a man it'll be perfect um, the main course the hot plate um, you mentioned wrestling your wrestling podcast main event man let's get into some wrestling so this is the question we usually ask I know we ask what do you love about Pokemon? But the question we usually ask the first per the the first question we usually ask is what do you love about wrestling? So we're gonna ask that question to you.
1: What I love about wrestling, I think there will always just be like a a grandiosity or something that um like just you know like you see a, a motherfucker at the stage of WrestleMania, you know, like there's just something about that, like that energy. Um, and that those images couldn't make me feel the way that they made me feel like as a kid and like wanting to like, man, I wish I could be that cool. I wish I could be that important, you know, uh, like that, like, like that's like this dream fuel, you know, that's like dream fuel, (laughs) you know what I mean? Uh, and it, it certainly did something to me, you know, given that fuel, like that, that shit inspired me. Um, and I think this wrestling is inherently inspirational, the stories that we see, you know, and probably some of the biggest moments that we have, we all have a big moment when that, that person, that hero like prevailed over evil, uh, in times of like great, like, you know, challenge, you know, had to persevere, had to overcome uh, yeah, I think just that, that inspiration, you know, definitely created something in me that I appreciate, you know, I'll always love wrestling sure. for.
2: Yeah, that's great. Um, when did you, what, cause I don't know, I don't necessarily know, cause I think you were already wrestling by the time I got into the indie scene. So I don't necessarily know like what schools or anything was around, but where did, where was like your first footing? Like, where did, yeah. like, where did you train or what was like some of the earlier like promotions you were like getting yourselves into when you started wrestling?
1: Old CSW baby. There you go. Okay.
2: I figured it might be that.
1: Yeah. Um, I started in 2014, I think late 2014, um, early 15, but uh, yeah, okay. first was um, that's where I met Tony. We we're about maybe I started and he came maybe a month or two later. And uh, one day they stuck us, in a tag team match, and they're like, you guys are together forever now. <laughs> that's kind <not> of <laughs> how
2: it's <does>. done. <laughs> the Yeah, so that's my earliest memory of you, and I know we talked about this on your show, too, is Superiority Complex, which is, like, where, where did that name come from? Um, do, you, do you know how that came about?
1: Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we, so we... I don't know how we, God, it's embarrassing to talk about. I don't know how we were our original tag team. We just needed something. And one of us blurted out Hot Girl Heroes, which was our first tag team. <laughs> so, and we well, we just wanted to make something fit HGH. So we could put HGH on our trunks and put a little power symbol as our little logo for on. And just like we <laughs> were just trolling when we were HGH. And at some point, someone was like, you guys got to, like, get rid of it. Like, no one's going to take you seriously. You guys keep rolling with that. And, like, you know, I started to think of things. And, like, we, like, always wanted to be the heels. We could not stand wrestling babyface from the get-go. Um Like, we both liked being babyfaces, but, like, especially as a tag team, we just wanted to be the assholes, which kind of, like, I don't know, people kind of treated us like that, <laughs> like, anyway, you know? Um... Just cause you know, it felt like there you was know, like all oh, these bigger guys coming on the indie kind of stuff. Um, so we just like cool, let's lean into it. Like I like heel shit, you like heel shit, and I was just like superiority complex, and I wanted us to do it because we could say we were simply su- superior, you know, and have that that play on words of the simply and the complex. Um, and that's just kind of like was what what made it up, you know. We just want knew we wanted to be heels, we wanted to be insufferable and uh, kind of rock with it.
2: That's. I think you guys had a really good look for that. I think you guys had a really good heelish look because I think without both of you guys are really good people from from my experiences with you. you, like Tony as well, who we've had. We we interviewed Tony and Thunder Rosa in person, actually. That's, wow, not that's right. <laughs> people forget about that. I forget about that one sometimes, but that's a that was a fun episode. And Tony is actually like a really good dude in person, but like yeah, he you. I think has you, a hateable
0: face, so it helps. <laughs> out.
2: <laughs> I, I think I think looking at you guys, people could make judgments without yeah. knowing you. You had that yeah. like look, like oh, look at these. And once again, yeah, your size, you're bigger, mm-hmm. you're taller than a lot of the roster. Um, yeah. You you were you were skinnier, but still like jacked. I remember, and Tony was a little broader. Um, so you got you had the fitness and you had the look. So yeah, heel yeah. tag team made sense. And is that you did some single stuff, though, in other places, though, but it was mostly, that was your first thing was the heel team?
1: Um, yeah, I, I guess I was always, so back, back then, Anarchy Pro Wrestling. Okay. Yeah, I think we, that was happening. That was where I was doing my first single stuff. Um, don't even really like coming through there. Uh, I forget why, but, you know, I just kind of like did my single thing there, which is good to be doing both uh, for me, but mostly focusing on the tag team for most of the time. Um we eventually did a tour in Canada and uh yeah, and he needed to leave partway through. So I finished out like singles and they really liked me uh as a singles wrestler um at that point. So whenever I went back to Canada it was generally uh by myself uh wrestling singles and really kind of did most of that up there.
2: Nice. What were some of your like earliest memories of those of the like the freelance? LSA shows that I know you guys held the belts there, I believe. What were some of your earliest memories of that? Because I remember, yeah, the crowd booing you a lot.
1: (laughs) Uh, Very first memory of freelancers at the Abbey where we got they called us one day like maybe even date of and realized we need a tag team. Uh, We fought the the Viking whatever. Do you guys remember that team? Yes. Raiding party maybe? Um, I think and, so.
2: Oh, dude, I wasn't didn't one of them wrestle barefoot, maybe or no?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of them mm-hmm. wrestled barefoot. It okay. um, his name was the little little Viking. Either way, we had a fucking <laughs> doing that match in the Abbey. Um, I think there was only a few shows uh, left in the Abbey before you know the fire that stopped them running there. Uh, so that was like number one first first freelance yeah. memory. Awesome picture. <laughs> I'm doing a springboard uh, fucking insecurity deal on nice. um, a bigger Viking who just, like, from the angle, it looks like his hair is just, like, very draping. kind of looks like I'm hitting an old lady. And uh, <laughs> I, 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 I think so much. So, so much.
0: <laughs> Viking
2: Raiders? You're I thinking of, think, uh, is it Viking War Party? Yes Viking War Party, Viking yeah. War Party. yes.
1: There we go. There we you're, go.
2: You're thinking of that actual tag team that's in, that's on the WWE roster right now, yeah, aren't it, you?
0: <laughs> I, well, the name went there, but what I was seeing yeah. was somebody else.
1: Uh, okay. Yeah. Right so high right now. So.
2: Okay. Oh, I think Jake, uh, Jake Parnot, Warhorse might have been in it or around it at some point.
1: Warhorse. Yeah.
2: Oh, okay. Cool. 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 All right. Yeah, so I'm looking at him. Oh, I see the guy with the really long hair. Okay, cool. Perfect. Yeah. Um, What was I going to say? Oh, the, uh, to stick with the, to stick with the theme of wrestling, we're reminiscing here. We're reminiscing here. So if older freelance fans, you'll, you'll love this, but the, the church street cage, the church street no. cage.
1: That was wild.
2: <laughs> we, we, okay. So let, let me take you back. I don't even know what year this was. Let me take you back, though. Church Street Brewery, freelance underground show. Uh, to, um, Roy and Tony are split. Tony is now Mr. Stay Down, I believe. That was his Mr. Stay Down. He had the SmackDown shorts. like It was like the mm-hmm. old SmackDown logo. Um, you guys are in a feud. It builds to a cage match, right, at Church Street. This is before the renovations have happened I know people haven't been there in a bit I haven't I don't we're not freelancers and still running there but they go to set up the cage and the cage isn't fitting properly around the ring so the, so the way that James has told the story is that Tony was not happy that this is happening Tony was freaking out he goes Roy is Mr. cool Roy he's like Roy is just like yeah whatever like you know get just get it up We'll, we'll do whatever we can with it. This is like, it feels like 30, 45 minutes have gone by. They're trying to get this cage. It's like on the ring, but it's not fitting to the point where like the side, like the corners are connecting the corners of the cage aren't connecting. So you could like, I know the point, kind of the point of a cage match is to either pin submit or leave the cage. Like if you guys wanted to do the leave the cage, you probably could have just went sideways and squeaked out the corners but all, while this is happening, the crowd is still drinking, right, Chris? Like we're in the crowd. Uh, of course. <laughs> we're just we're just drinking now, um, and it's a it's a brewery. They want us to drink their beer. That's the whole point of it. That's how they make money. And now the the match is going on. You guys still have an absolutely banger, hell of a match. It was fantastic. It ended ended with like a big spot off of the turnbuckle, like a powerbomb spot. I remember. Um, And it was still a phenomenal match, but the crowd is like restless throughout the whole match. And I can't like stop like laughing at the situation. I'm like rooting for you guys really hard. And that was amazing match. Like I said, still you made you, you, you made it through the adversity and you still like, even though the ring situation was shitty, you made it a great match, but like, what a memory. And we will always bring that up to James. be like, Randomly, he was like, what, what about another cage match? And he's like instantly, <laughs> he's instantly triggered. So I need you to take me through that, the, your memory of that night.
1: Oh, yeah. No, dude. I, um, uh, well, first off, I got to that, that uh, match hurt. I pulled a glute muscle or it was just about to pull and it pulled during the match. And okay. uh, that was really fucking rough. Like, I get there and I'm like, this feels like I might actually hurt myself. Um, and, uh, oh man, this is, that was a rough weekend because I was supposed to wrestle, um, an ROH dude. Well, who the hell was, I don't even remember the fucking guy. He's more of a man, of kind of flamboyant. I was supposed to wrestle him the next day, but I couldn't because I, uh, fucking tore my fucking butt muscle. Um, but I get there, I'm hurt, I'm warming up, um, and just like worried as fuck about that. But he gives two shits about the cage. I'm like, yo, we're getting in there and we're doing everything (laughs) we said we're gonna do and it's gonna be a blast. Um, So just like super excited to to do the match, but like kind of pissed off about how long everything was taking. Uh, We hear that the cage, like they can't put it together or whatever. And I'm just like, "Um, we just called an entire match to be in the motherfucking cage. Well. What are we gonna do? <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, we're just like, yo, no, we're not thinking about that. We're just gonna call this Matt, and if if this for some reason is not a case, we're gonna go and walk and talk and figure it the fuck out, and this is gonna be okay. So like, I was definitely Mr. Cool. I thought Tony was cool, Uh, but sometimes Tony likes to, you know, downplay things, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> um. But it, it was it was fine. It was fine. By the time we were in there, it was definitely just like showtime uh like any any other match um i i love that one tony like just uh, the we we could do that under any circumstances you know um and it, whether or not the case is going to go up or whether or not there was going to be a door on the fucking thing uh we we can make it work and uh you know <laughs> make make a good time out of it um so i don't i don't wor- remember being too worried about the case itself. I was more worried about, like, if I was going to make it through um, that match safely and okay. uh, Tony would take care of me. But it was, you know, I ran. I, I went and hit the ropes and that's when it happened. Um, so it was just probably needing to not wrestle that night. Um, yeah, but that definitely, definitely vivid, vivid memory of that. Uh, but other than that, it was just like super mostly charged, like having Doug being the referee, like was like legit, you know, one of our best friends. Um, in wrestling, oh, right. like, that was crazy fun. Um, and I was very excited to, you know, have a spot where I was gonna jump off the fucking cage and see, like, it was like, if I do this, that's good, I'm good. I can leave wrestling a happy man and, <laughs> you know, have had some adventures, you know? Um, that, that, I was like, at, at all costs, I need to jump off that motherfucking bench. We guess you gotta make sure it happen. Um, but yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah, those those are the memories. Um also was not scared to take the, the, the power powerbomb spot off the corner. Um I was I was more concerned with getting Tony back and like, yeah, he just caught me off that big thing. Let's make him look like a fucking beast real quick, you know? Um and no he always take care of me on the way down. So that was fun, really fun time. After it was not so fun, um like pain starting to set in and I don't remember who it was. I'm almost it was Thunder Rosa giving me an edible to like help with the pain, and <laughs> I at the time I don't I don't even know if I, if I smoked weed yet. I was like a big like straight edge person until I was about twenty eight, and she said it was a CBD gummy. I'm just like okay, CBD helps with pain, like, cool, that's great. um But it was not just CBD, and I was like 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 so blasted. Oh was, like the <laughs> nice next day. And my girlfriend at the time like had to drive me home, which he wasn't planning on, so she was annoyed. And I'm just like an asshole. Like just I'm so in pain. Um and I'm high and I didn't expect it. And it was just it was wild, dude. It was a wild night because of that. It was a, a, a super memorable night. I will never forget uh all the stuff that went down. But um yeah, it was an interesting one.
2: You just made that story so much better. <laughs> you just made that story so better. Great. It was it was a night we'll never forget, and I contend any chance I get to, to yeah, reminisce with you or like bring it up to James, I will I will always always do that. It was it was because it it's just never done, right? Right, Chris. Like cage matches, like I I, I it was there was an ego versus ego one, right? At uh, oh, uh, you're at, cutting off
0: there, Charlie. There am I? Yep. Can
2: you hear me now? okay I, I i my point is cage matches are rare that's my point so so the James went bold with it and it ended up being a memorable in a, in in, in. So that was really cool about it um yeah. any any other um any other memories or like favorite matches you had wrestling before we get out of the the main course or what are like some of your highlights that you still reminisce on
1: well thinking about um you know freelance was a rivalry with the n-words and um the the blow-off match i don't remember if we had a like a like no dq or something but we definitely used some shit in that match and um i that that's one that I was like, it's kind of fuzzy. The events of that match, but I'll never forget how it felt in that shit. Like we were absolute villains from the get go. The N words were like on fucking fire and we beat each other's asses. <laughs> like It was just such a fun time. Um, I took whatever the hell their finisher was. It's like some sort of curb stompy, like uh, sidewalk slam uh, onto a chair. The only time okay. I ever onto a chair. Um, like I feel the, the wind blown out of me still, but that shit was fucking, <laughs> shit. Like cool. um, the entrance of that mass is so fun. I'm pretty sure like, we were doing our thing and they like jumped us after I I, I really made it like clear, like, Hey, jump us during our entrance, but we got to do the cool part first, which is why we did our, our little pose off the sides, make sure we get the cool part in and then <laughs> do whatever the fuck you got to do. Um, and it was just, uh, just uh, such a fun time. I love Bryce and Jazz, like, forever um, for all the matches mm-hmm. that uh, they, they did it with us because, you know, they, uh, both of them, super skilled and been in the business such a long time, um, just always wanted to work with us, take care of us, and, um, like, let us, like, do our shit, you know, like, they, you know, they'll go, but they aren't, like, super, like, full of piss and vinegar like we were at the time, but, like, they let us get our shit in and whatnot and, um, like, and, and bring that shit, too, you know, it was, it was a super fun time. Um, so that match, I don't remember what event it was. It could have been freelance uh, versus the world or some shit. But um, it was a really fun, really fun time, that one.
2: Yeah, that tag team division then I feel like was so deep. There was a time, that might have been around that time, but there was a time where the freelance tag team division was very, very deep. And I think that might have been around that time because I remember the N words having the one to to bring up on the ball this year, Chris, if we uh we don't have a guest or anything like that, but that'd be one to revisit.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, and I just think about, you know, for for me when I when I think of Flash Gordon, I think Freelance Underground. I think that's where you kind of had more of a dominant role, whether that was, uh, you know, with with Tony or or even single matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know i could definitely associate uh yeah. you with with underground but for sure like that was that there was an era in freelance itself where uh tag team like the tag team division was was pretty stacked and, and you guys were part of that so
2: yeah um before we get out of the main course what is your favorite entree
1: my favorite entree oh I love a good meat loaf. Like Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. loaf with some mashed potatoes and then one of those like asparagus brussels sprouts, other vegetables we talked about earlier. All right, <laughs> and we're good. Like that'll be yeah, I call that an entree.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. That was good. That was good. Chris, the uh, dessert?
0: Dessert. I mean this are, you know, just moving away from wrestling and we definitely talked about uh your podcast, uh Pokemon's health. Um What what other interests do you have? Like what what are you uh, what are the things that you enjoy doing?
1: Oh man, Um, like right now, like it's so funny people ask that, and I would say video games. Um, But now all I play is Pokemon, and now it like has this like like tie to uh, the business. But um, you know, I I really am super committed to getting better at that. Um, And what I might pick up video game wise when I need a break more than likely just going to be a different Pokemon game. But I also um, really enjoy uh, playing Skyrim on the Switch. Oh, yeah. i um, back in the... I think I played it on Xbox 360. So we live in uh, those fun times. Um, and then it's, like, outside of my day job, which is as a fitness coach. Um, and then this, like, you know, quote-unquote night job. I'm mostly, like, trying to work on the business. Um, I also like to watch anime. I just got up to date on uh, JJK. It's super fun if you guys watching any anime. Do you guys watch any anime?
2: No, I don't. That is something I feel like people keep nudging me towards, and, I, and I'm not, like, I feel like I'm maybe a couple, you know, a couple, I don't know, a couple free time pockets away for maybe checking something out, but I know that that goes very deep in, in all, like, so many shows, and there's, like, eight seasons per show and things like that, so.
1: Totally. Totally. Yeah, okay.
2: You're full. Your schedule's full. <laughs> I don't know how you had time yeah. for us.
1: <laughs> We're full. I do love to uh you know, when I can hang with my nieces, like that's like something I'm uh, definitely doing my be- doing my best to try to prioritize a little bit more. Um as well as you know, I-, I mentioned the fitness job, I gotta try to stay up with my fitness as well. I don't know if I'm uh near wrestling shape right now, but you know, trying to not let, let it fall completely apart.
2: <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I'm sure, I think like people, wrestlers say, right. The Like you got to get in like bump shape almost, you know, where it's like, you're used to hitting the mat. So it, 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 it I'm, I trust that if you ever want to come back, you can get there. So if there's ever mm-hmm. a return on the horizon, we'll, we'll be in your corner for that. Uh, the last thing that we think we have is word association, right, Chris?
0: That's correct. Um, and for word association, uh, we have 10 words. Charlie's going to help me with number six. I have no idea what that says. It's a, it's um, a, it's a Pokemon. You, you will help me there. Uh, but basically, word association, the rules are I'll say a word to you and then you just have a one word reply back. The first thing that comes to mind. All right. Got it. All right. So we'll start off with word number one, pro wrestling. Sucks. What was that? Sucks. Sucks.
1: <laughs> Good angle, Pokemon. Dude. I swear. Good. Tony <laughs> Nas. <It's 29>. Evil.
0: <laughs> Mental health. Important. Yep. Red Mohawks.
1: Awesome.
2: Hell yeah. Oh, is this my turn?
0: A grim Snarl. Beautiful. Seven. Freelance Wrestling. Awesome. Eight. Cage Match. Fun. <laughs> Nine. Chilean Fisherman.
1: Hamburger?
0: ten Pokemon's Health Podcast.
1: The best. Oops. Best. best. There,
2: there you go. go. <laughs> the uh, Yeah, yeah. No, you saved it. You saved it at the end. Uh yeah, that was good. Um I think you truly
0: said the first. Oh we're losing you there, Charlie. Oh am I back? You are yeah. back.
2: Okay. Where did the Chilean fishermen come from? I know, first of all, I want to say, say, Roy, we usually stalk our guests a little bit, and then Chris and I will add in stuff. I did not add that one in, Chris. What was that one?
0: So if I'm not mistaken, that's when uh, you made an appearance at a Raw um, oh, along Padmonix oh, yeah. and in some others, but I remember you and Pat for that one and you were introduced as a Chilean fisherman.
1: Chilean sea bass.
0: Oh, okay, sea bass, okay. So what was the one word hamburger for?
1: I was. I just went to food, and I think it was more like the, the sea bass would be the, the, the meat inside the bread. And I don't know if that's a thing that you do, but um, that's just where my head was.
2: Okay. <laughs> Roy gave us. Roy gave it. You when people do this, they'll usually pause a couple seconds, and then Roy literally gave us the first word. He did what he, he did. He did what was asked. He knew the assignment. Yeah,
1: he's going for it. Flash, baby.
2: <laughs> flash, flash answers. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Uh, and the favorite dessert.
1: Favorite dessert. Ooh. Damn, man. I think I'm gonna say Kit Kat Bar. But like the like the big cats, the thick ones.
0: Mm.
2: Give me a break.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: Roy, how did you enjoy the wrestling buffet line?
1: Oh, good. It's good. I I love the uh the structure. It's beautiful. It's perfect. I love the, the, the food the food stuff to close it out. It's beautiful. It's delicious. Oh, That's done.
2: Fighting a little technical difficulties. We got started off rough, but we really ramped up uh, and we started talking about the things that you love. And then the people my, will never know the people that Chris is going to work as much mm-hmm. of his magic as he can. Uh,
0: yeah, I came in much magic with with that type of technical difficulties on Charlie's end. Well,
1: that's yeah. <laughs> good.
2: I'm sorry. That's my fault. But I, that's why I have a Chris. You need to get yourself a Chris maybe
1: yeah you get it, chris get it, Chris everyone
0: <laughs> awesome uh Roy before we close things out um please plug the, the the podcast uh social media handles anything you want people to follow you um like I said, I think just you know from my personal opinion and listening to to your episodes, I think that it's important that um you know you have created a safe space yeah. uh for others to to share and and, and talk about important things along with some fun stuff and hobbies. So, um, you know, thank you for providing that space. Um, and then go ahead, take it away.
1: Absolutely. And yeah, that's what it is. Pokemon itself is a space for uh, guys in the Pokemon community, but also gaming communities, anime communities. I think all, you know, very adjacent uh, with the type of people that are there. I think there's men in the world who are feeling isolated, lonely, um, and, and need some support uh, amongst, Uh, Lots of other different people who are also in those boats, but um, I think coming together as guys in these communities, um, we can just uh, relate on a level that uh, I think is very necessary for all of us to kind of get through a lot of the stuff that, you know, life has kind of left us with. So if you want to uh, find support in a community like that, uh, fellow fellow gaming fans, fellow Pokemon fans, uh, Pokemon Health is a place for you. Again, that podcast, everywhere you listen to podcasts, that's the title, Pokemon Intel. And then, um, again, poking Intel is all one word on Instagram, on TikTok, uh, on YouTube, as well as uh, the Twitch channel. Come come through and what, whatever method you'd
0: like. All right. Awesome. Well, thanks again for, um, you know, spending some of your time with us. And I hope you feel better. Thank you for <laughs> jumping on while sick. Um, but uh, definitely, this was a, a long time coming, and I'm glad uh, we were able to put this together. Um, and yeah, well, I mean, we'll definitely uh, catch up at some point in the near future, hopefully, and uh, you know, definitely keep playing Pokemon.
1: Well, yeah. yeah. Well, thanks so much for having me on. I appreciate you.
2: Thanks, Ray.